Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include a different kind of bond than MBS, minor review with Encino's Ben Miller on incentive compensation data and origination cost reductions that are separating profitable from unprofitable companies in the mortgage industry, and it's payrolls day. Let's see how many jobs the U.S. economy added in November. Today's podcast is brought to you by Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics, unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. See how Encino can support a home ownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at Encino.com. What do you call James Bond having a bath? Bubble 07. <laughs> I know, a different kind of bond than MBS. Mortgage rates will always be higher than treasury rates, in part because of the prepayment risk in mortgages that doesn't exist with treasury bonds. With the drop in rates, sales management personnel at lenders are busy figuring out how to best remind staff about EPO, or early payoff penalties, levied by investors, while at the same time working on ways to save money besides furloughing, cutting staff, outsourcing, and redoing vendor contracts. The recent decline in rates and increase in applications is welcome. According to Kiranos, November 2023 funded mortgage volume decreased 11% year-over-year and 10% month-over-month. In the retail channel, funded volume was down 22% year-over-year and 10% month-over-month. The average 30-year conforming retail funded rate in November was 7.45%, 25 basis points higher than October, and 85 basis points higher than the same month last year. For today's interview, I want to welcome back to the show Encino's Ben Miller to talk about incentive compensation data and origination cost reductions that are separating profitable from unprofitable companies in the mortgage industry. Ben's vision, strong leadership, passion for innovation, and unwavering commitment to customer success help Simple Nexus and will help Encino transform the mortgage industry. The integration of Simple Nexus with Encino presents an opportunity to create an exceptional company driving innovation in the mortgage industry and improving the homeownership journey for lenders and borrowers. I do want to look back earlier this quarter a little bit. You got some good press in the Wall Street Journal, uh, which the, the publication cited incentive compensation data from Encino in its article on the state of the mortgage market. That's pretty cool. And I want to start by asking you, what gives Encino Mortgage such a such a unique vantage into incentive compensation in the mor- in the mortgage industry? Yeah, we feel like we have the the best uh, platform out there for calculating and managing incentive comp for lenders, and and as such, you know, we've been able to uh, work with a lot of lenders to manage your incentive comp, and so you know, on an aggregate, we're interacting with about. 30% of all loans uh, in the United States. And, uh, and so we can, that gives us a critical mass of data uh, to, to do benchmarking and just see the general landscape of what's happening out there. So, uh, you know, we, we, we find our software often competes with spreadsheets or very manual processes. So it's easy for us to replace those and give a really nice efficiency gain to the lender and and ultimately help the LO be happier as well because there's fewer errors, mistakes, and, and quicker uh, clarity on how much money they're making. You know, you, you never want to make a mistake on 
how much money you're giving an LO. Certainly don't. And I, I love this because this year has kind of been, hey, we're the industry is advancing so rapidly in technology, but people sometimes forget technology is nothing without accurate data. And so it's cool on my end to hear uh, that the the data collection and monitoring uh, is is really able to provide companies with really insightful, I don't want to say insightful insights, uh, an insightful ability to to see what's going on in their organization. So since you have data for so much of the market, I think it's worth asking you, what are some of the trends Encino's incentive compensation is currently tracking? Obviously, we've seen a great swell or increase the number of units originated per LO, and then that's fallen off, right? And uh, and so it's really been a roller coaster for lenders, for the loan officers, how much money they're taking home. Uh, but we've also seen the size of the loan, which the loan officers pay, you know, usually a fixed rate percentage of the overall loan volume. We've seen that loan grow from, you know, an average of about 230,000 to over 340,000 over the last five years. So how much are they getting paid per unit has risen. Uh, the number of units rose dramatically and then has pulled back, you know, dramatically uh, to where, you know, LOs are, you know, probably pulling in less than about 10,000 a month now. And, uh, and so it's been, been quite a roller coaster ride uh, for the industry. Roller coaster might not even be a sufficient way to describe how up and down it's been. <laughs> certainly been yeah. a tough year, and I'm I'm hopeful for 2024, uh, but I I don't necessarily think we've seen the end of this down market cycle. Fortunately, rates have come down about a percentage point here over the last month, which is great news, and hopefully some refi volume yes pick up. I mean, in general, though, yes, a lot of lenders are going to be happy to see the backside of 2023. I want to ask you, what's your advice to help lenders prepare for? What's hopefully a better year ahead? Yeah, well, you know, first it's, are you still alive? And, you know, you're right there. You know, you almost made it, right? We're not quite out of the woods yet, right? Uh, but if, if you've made it to this point, uh, more likely you figured it out. You know, you've done what you needed to do to change your organization, to find some semblance of profitability or at least a steady state neutrality in cost. Um, if you haven't, you know, it, it's all about, you have to cut cost. Hope that it's going to get better is not a strategy, right? And uh, and the reality is, um, there's a lot of lenders out there that have figured it out and that are stronger, and that are going to be able to take advantage, and and you're going to be left in out in the cold. Uh, and and having that data, you know, Encino has a mortgage analytics platform that helps lenders see, you know, who's efficient. Which loan officer is bringing in not only volume, but profitable volume? You know, which processor, how much time are they taking on things? And, and, and where can we be more efficient in how we use our people? And then especially something we're still very excited about is we're in the early innings of eClose. And eClose has real true hard dollar cost savings from not only a more efficient process and fewer touches, but the time it takes to move something through that closing process and to ship the loan that has true hard dollar cost savings on like how much you spend on a warehouse line or, you know, even as simple as what you're, what you're spending on shipping physical paper versus electronic instant transfer, you know, of an electronic note. Uh, so very, very excited that, you know, that's still early adoption. There's a lot of upside and a lot of relief coming, you know, for the industry. 
I chuckle a little bit because it seems like we've been talking about Ron and Eclose for a while, but we still are early innings and there's still a lot of opportunity out there. It is good news that it's going to be able to drive down costs over time, which will help lenders. Uh, Encino has also been able to help lenders of all shapes and sizes wade through the sea of data, as we alluded to at the start here. Are you seeing any opportunities that these lenders have in common that you can share? Yeah, you know, um, a, a lot of people still have a little too much capacity, right? And uh, and they carry they carry some lend, some LOs that are like, hey, you know, it doesn't cost me anything. I'm paying them just straight commission, but they don't realize there are costs associated. You're paying, you know, healthcare. You're paying a 401k contribution. You're paying um, maybe sometimes a minimum wage to some people. Uh, you pay software costs, you know, for those people, and so really taking a hard look at your capacity across the board and just try to get very truthful with yourself to say, we need to cut capacity to uh, be at a profitable state now. And we can always add back in as needed. Right. Um, and then just how people are processing the loans, you know, the, the, the similarities of and differences between, you know, those that are trying to include more electronic process, uh, both in the front end of the POS to, uh, be more judicious on how to utilize different verification services uh, and, and not calling everything on every loan um, and, and doing a little waiting in of that, maybe a soft pull first to say, can this deal even happen or even in the right ballpark before I order all the other services um, all the way through closing, right? And uh, and those who are doing the hard change management, right? Because it it's hard. It's a, new, it's a new process but that are making that investment or realizing the reward. So in essence, you have to spend some resources to gain a savings on resources, not only in buying software, but uh, going through the change management internally in the time that it takes to retrain folks um, into a more efficient process. And, uh, and, and we're seeing those companies that are making those choices. They are profitable right now. You know, they're, they're not trying to figure out how to keep the lights on. They're profitable and they're taking market share and they're, you know, growing, steadily growing. And the gap between, you know, the haves and have nots is growing between the lenders that are figuring it out and the lenders that are still stuck in a rut and, and unprofitable. And I think a lot of that's going to really take care of itself over the next few months. That's definitely what I'm hearing too. It's been almost two months since the rebrand was announced. And I, I want to ask you as CEO, how has the rebrand been, both professionally, uh, maybe maybe some synergies that have occurred, and on a personal level, how's it been uh, under under the rebrand umbrella? Yeah, so you know, a few nuance changes. Like for example, I can no longer be CEO of Encino, right? There's already Pierre's done a great job as CEO, and I don't want to be the CEO of all of Encino. And so, uh, a nuance of changing my title to Executive Vice President of U.S. Mortgage, right? To still have the leadership role over you know, all of the U.S. mortgage uh, purview. Uh, and, but, but that's, you know, like I said, that's kind of nuanced. The reality is the say it's the same day to day, you know, running these operations and understanding intimately what's happening in the U.S. mortgage market. Now, what that also does though, is bring closer alignment with the overall company. And there's still a lot of upside an opportunity in selling more into the Encino, existing Encino base, the U.S. mortgage offering. And so it, it just makes a stronger unified front when we go enter into a deal with the, an existing Encino FI and say, hey, we're one Encino. This is one platform. 
It's getting more and more integrated every day and to give that true digital transformation in a single platform sense. So that's very exciting to see that where we continue to gain momentum and there's a lot of upside left to go, uh, go get. And uh, so, yeah, some of it's just like minutia and details. Other is true results of greater alignment and greater momentum for the U.S. mortgage offering across the board, you know, especially FIs, but also continue to be that best in class and best solution, strongest solution for IMBs as well. You've been able to bring mortgage and bank expertise under one roof and have been able to use it to the benefit of your customers, which is fantastic. Are there any parting thoughts from your seat that kind of straddles both industries here? Yeah, it's it's just very, very exciting. Again, it's why we did this deal in the first place, right? Is to see an F, a financial institution have a single experience, a single front end, a world-class, best-in-class front end for any type of loan they're originating. And uh, and that's that's been very, very exciting to see that start to come to fruition. But also to be part of a publicly traded company where it's, it's just on the table for everyone to see the financial strength and stability and the continued investment and in innovation that Encino makes across the board, especially in the U.S. mortgage unit, to continue to be that leader, whether or not you're an FI or you're an IMB, to invest in that solution, build the best in class technology, not have to worry about you know, cutting budgets in half or things like that and kind of hiding under a rock until the industry gets better. Uh, and so that's been very, very fulfilling uh, because there's so much opportunity in front of us. And, uh, and we've been able to pursue that opportunity as opposed to sitting back idle and just waiting, trying to wait for an industry to turn. We're able to go out and create the future, dictate our will, so to say, to the industry, continue to improve and innovate. And, uh, and that's, that's just an exciting business to be part of. Neither you nor the listeners can see it, but I got a big smile on my face hearing you say that. So it's been great talking to you. I always appreciate you making the time for me. I know you're a very busy person. Uh, best of luck for you in 2024. Happy holidays. And, and we'll talk in January. Sounds good. Thank you. Great chatting with you. As job markets loosen and employers are not as quick to hire, investors are betting on when central banks across the globe will begin recutting cycles. Yesterday's private payrolls report from ADP printed lower than analyst expectations ahead of today's release of the November jobs report. Thoughts that the Fed is done tightening helped mortgage rates drop closer to 7% the lowest level since August, according to this week's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac. 30-year fixed mortgage rates have fallen 76 basis points since the end of October. Today brought the November payrolls report where forecast didn't see all that much variability from October. November non-farm payrolls registered 199,000 versus 186,000 expectations, and the unemployment rate came in at 3.7% when it was seen holding steady at 3.9%. Later today brings preliminary December Michigan sentiment, which is expected to tick up modestly. And we begin the day with the 10-year yielding 4.25 after closing yesterday at 4.13%, two years up to 4.71% after the employment numbers. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A young artist exhibits his work for the first time and a well-known art critic is in attendance. The critic says to the young artist, would you like to hear my opinion of your work? Yes, the artist replies. It's worthless, the critic says. I know, the artist replies, but let's hear your opinion anyway. 
<laughs> Thanks again to NCNO, makers of the NCNO Mortgage Suite for the Modern Mortgage Lender. NCNO Mortgage Suites, three core products, NCNO Mortgage, NCNO Incentive Compensation, and NCNO Mortgage Analytics unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.